Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, good to be back with you for our podcast. We have a few announcements we want to get into. Uh, we sure do, Tim. We want to talk about yeah, just Yeah, just briefly, and if you're hanging with us, hang with us for a couple minutes and I'll get through them. Advent has started as we, as we wait expectantly uh, uh, for not just for Christmas, but to look for Christ in our life. We're calling it light out of darkness. And you can actually get some lights for yourself. This is an Advent candle set and candle holder available at the church right now outside uh, the Fellowship Hall door. So, oh, boom, Tim has one right there in his office. Also, we have our church newsletter coming out. It's going to be coming out in email probably soon, maybe before you even see this or listen to this. Uh, so watch for the church newsletter in email and in your mailboxes soon. In there, you will see that we are having some Christmas events. Some of it is online. Some of it is hopefully in person and online. So we're going to have a children's Christmas program December 20th in the evening online. So be looking for that cool, fun online Christmas program. Watch it as a family or whatever. That's coming up. You'll find more information about that in the newsletter. We also have Christmas Eve services. We're excited to say we're going to try to have three Christmas Eve services, 7, 9, and 11 p.m., uh, we're going to try to have three outdoor Christmas Eve services. Stay tuned for more details, but we'll also be having uh, online Christmas Eve services available for those who want them that way. So we have Christmas program, Christmas Eve services, Advent resources, and the newsletter coming out. Those are our announcements. Wow. Do we have any other announcements? Do we get, we got through quickly in that a couple amazing. minutes there? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And Great. we want to leave the lion's share of our uh, podcast for our biblical reflection on our advent series that we're calling light out of the darkness but tim first do, do you have any announcements or anything yeah. we, we 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 in another podcast in our called to care segment we talked about uh giving tuesday and i encourage you to watch that and we we just tim you just wrapped up facilitating giving tuesday with great results over forty three hundred dollars donated right. yeah. uh, and we also talked about some christmas giving options if you're looking to give to some things uh, that we're doing as a church, check out that other podcast, check out the newsletter. Uh, but any, any other announcements as stuff going on? I don't think so. I think that's all. Uh, just as a reminder to those who are uh, listening or watching, you can, uh, you can give online very easily uh, and designate to those special Christmas offerings. So just visit pollutionchurch.org. There's a button in the top corner that says give online um and or give and and you can do that so uh, otherwise just write on your check or giving envelope uh, when you send it into the church how you want to divvy up your contribution and we'll make sure it happens so um, cool. yeah great and thank you right. for uh, pointing out giving tuesday like you said forty three hundred dollars raised for those community groups so thank you to everybody for doing that um, yeah i wanted to awesome. say my, my official thanks so. cool <laughs> um well, you know, just because sometimes it's good to have fun. Do you have any good jokes or anything? Ah, jokes, man. Uh, I don't know if I have any new jokes. Uh, I really should get like an Advent joke or something. Um, yeah, I, I have an Advent joke. I, I you do have an Advent joke. This is not scripted, folks. What is your What is your Advent joke? I'm excited. Well, you know, I. <laughs> Okay, I'll just get right to it. And so, <laughs> you, you don't want to tell a story, Tim? Yeah, well, you know, usually 
usually uh, every year we buy an advent calendar. Um, you know, I grew up, there's yeah. ones with the little chocolates in them. Or oh. uh, last year we found, so we stumbled upon a cheese advent calendar um, at the grocery store in Colfax. And uh, it was Ainsley's. She wanted it, so we got it for her, and she she really loved it. But I, yeah, I've decided not to get any advent calendars this year. You know, why? Why, Tim? Why? Because <laughs> their days are numbered. <laughs> Tim. Uh, oh, you couldn't keep a straight face I, that couldn't, one. I couldn't it was so good I liked it <laughs> oh their days are numbered I I don't have anything that can match up to that I don't think my yeah uh, my brother and uh, my brother Clay who's a mathematician and Danny who's in calculus this year have been occasionally uh, texting each other um, calculus related jokes you know <laughs> Um, who, who knew there was such a thing it's, it's not integral to my life um oh oh gosh yeah it, it approaches ridiculousness but um there's an infinitive uh, reality to them but um yeah we should move on to better stuff uh hey. <laughs> the days are numbered that was good tim hey yeah we have advent resources we've already said this but there's right. a lot of good stuff that we have not just the candles but other stuff that you've prepared packets for families and, and, and individuals. So come check it out. Uh, there's online devotional paper devotionals, uh, lots of good stuff at the church um, facility. So we're still trying to resource everybody. That's, that's our job to, to help people live their life as following Christ and help individuals and families do that. So we are doing our best to be a resource, even in these uh, strange times. Um, Indeed. So, our theme for Advent this year is light out of darkness. It kind of connects to our gratitude campaign, which was gratitude lights the way that God, God's uh, giving this to us. Uh, it causes us to be gracious or grateful, and that kind of lights our way, uh, even in a, a pandemic year, even in a restriction year, uh, that being grateful is a way that God can help us light our way. And then we thought it'd be cool to kind of connect and they kind of overlap this year, right? Uh, the gratitude campaign and an advent that started on November 29th. And our advent theme is light out of the darkness. So God's light shines in the midst of darkness and in the original advent or the original coming of Christ, um, God brought his light, his son, Jesus, to the midst of a dark world and he brought salvation he brought the kingdom of god he, he gave us his holy spirit he brought us new life uh defeated death all of that and and yet he also promised that he's going to come again and so advent for us now or we live between the two advents mm -hmm. is the first advent of christ coming and the second advent of christ coming again and we look and watch and wait expectantly for christ to come again and in the meantime we we are looking for his light even in the midst of dark times and and living as if he is the king because he is the king here and now no matter no matter our situation no matter our darkness because no darkness can overcome his light so that's just a bit of uh, background on our theme uh, i may have already done that in our previous podcast but i think it's just a really good encouraging theme this year light out of darkness um 
Do you have thoughts on that theme, Tim, or one of our main theme verses is Isaiah 9-2? Um, I know we've been talking about it a bit. Yeah, yeah. well, um, it's a great it, it's a great verse and a traditional verse for this season, of course, and um, and I think it's especially appropriate given uh, our location uh, in the world, in the Northern Hemisphere, because there's this uh, sense of darkness that because of our position in relation to the sun, you know. Like at 3 p.m. or is it 3.40 or something? It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? It, and, it, yeah, uh, it and, seems uh, like it. In the midst of a pandemic, which also seems like a time of darkness, this uh, the prophet Isaiah wrote in his day, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has light shone. And, uh, you know, that's, it, it's, it is encouraging and it's, it's prophetic in that it's speaking uh, of the promised Messiah and, and uh, like there's this, there's, um, it's, I, I just really like it. And like you said, it's, ho it's hope in the midst of the darkness. And I think that in these days we can use as much hope as we can get. And hope was the first, the theme of the first week of Advent um, uh, and, and the first Advent candle is hope. And so that's uh, of course appropriate, um, but, this is this is important to really uh, look at where where our hope comes from and and where our how we can have true peace and can and we can live with joy and we can live with love in the midst of the darkness um, and it's all through through God's amazing plan which maybe doesn't make sense to us <laughs> all the time. Well, not all but, the time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. but you, you hit on all the, the key Advent words there that, you know, that we have hope in, in God's promises that and that we can have peace and that we can experience joy and that we can uh, receive and give love, hope, uh, peace, joy, and love are those, those key anchor words uh, in Advent. And we hit on hope last week and this week is the Sunday of peace and I'm going to be spending some time in Isaiah 9 5 through 7 if you guys want to look at your scripture Isaiah 9 5 through 7 and and talk about how we can have uh, peace in Christ and what are some of the the obstacles for us human beings that keep us from having that that wholeness that uh, that contentment that God wants for us um, and, and, and when we lack that, we often, uh, the opposite of peace is discontentment, but sometimes it breaks out in violence, right? We see it in our culture right now. We are not a people of deep contentment and wholeness and peace right now. We're divided. Yeah. Uh, wholeness is equal to peace right now. We are divided and that's discontentment. That's anger and that's violence, uh, unhealthy anger, I should say. And, uh, so, but we can have God's peace in the midst of contentious times so how do we do that where does it come from that's what we're going to be talking about uh sunday how do we have contentment during contentious times mm -hmm. uh and you've got to you've got to get your peace your contentment from a source that isn't 
uh, troubled by the politics or the disease of the day. Uh, and obviously we get our peace from, from God, from the Prince of Peace, um, Jesus Christ. So you read Isaiah 9 too. I'm going to read our other scripture that's also from that same chapter, Isaiah 9, 5 through 7. And it starts off with some pretty visual imagery there of, of, uh, of boots and battle garments. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, Isaiah 9, starting with verse 5. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Isaiah 9, 5 through 7. Um, you know, this was Isaiah preaching in a time uh, of contention and risk. You had empires around Israel that threatened them. You had threats from within of the, the kings kind of giving in to following or living in the other ways of other empires instead of following God. And so the, they, there was all kinds of trouble in the land and threats outside of the land. And there were battles and there was bloodshed. And here God is giving Isaiah an image uh, saying, you know, all this brokenness that happens in the world, even the boots used in war, the, the, the garments covered in blood, God's going to burn them and bring a, a deep peace. But the interesting thing to him is he says, how am I going to do it? I'm going to do it through a child. And I just don't know, I don't think Isaiah even knew what that fully meant back then, right? That my, my, my hope and my peace, my new way is going to come through this, this child and he's going to be the Messiah, the, the true king. And not only that, but he's a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. I mean, who can fulfill that role? And it's not until 700 years later that that uh, Jesus's followers realized, oh, this is one of those scriptures talking about or prophesying about Jesus Christ, that no, no normal human could fulfill what we heard about in Isaiah 9, uh, can bring in this new way of government and peace that has no end. But the skeptic could read this, Tim, and say, okay, you say this is about Jesus, and he's going to bring in this, this new peace, and he's going to burn these broken ways, and these bad, the way, these way we, these He's going to break the ways we treat each other and burn all the bloody garments and all that stuff in this scripture. But what did he really do? Did that really happen? You know, can you see that there, that skepticism? What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not naturally skeptic about scriptures. So I say, yeah. I you seem skeptical about the Advent calendar. That's why I asked. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I, the I, days are numbered, you know. So <laughs> uh, I could, you know, I can see that uh, that people might think that, especially in these times. But I also know from my own experience with Christ that there's a different way, um, and that 
I have been able to live with peace in my life when I rely on Jesus and I turn to him. And uh, when I do things God's way, that always works out better for me. And um, I thought it was interesting how you were talking about Isaiah's writing to a people who were uh, not doing things God's way. They were, uh, God's people were often uh, going after other, they wanted to be like the other nations. They wanted to do things differently. But God's plan for his people was that they would be set apart and different. And it's as hard today as it was then mm -hmm. <laughs> to set apart and to live according to God's ways and purposes. Um, and so the words of Isaiah are as appropriate today as they were all those years ago when he wrote them, though we may not find ourselves um, in exactly the same situation, our hearts often yearn uh, for the ways of other, you know, the ways of others or, uh, and so I, I think this is especially uh, relevant today uh, for us as we consider our present circumstances. Yeah. Um, the, the yeah. That, yeah. For example, like what, just to build off what you're saying, Tim, is that I think sometimes people say, well, I can't have peace because it's 2020 or I can't have peace because I don't have that life that I wanted. Like I don't have as good a life as my sibling or whatever, as good a life as I expected. And, and that's a lot of what Israel struggled with. That's a lot of what humans struggle with, right? Is we, we lack contentment or that peace from God because we're searching for peace in the wrong ways. We're, we're, we're saying, well, I wanted 2020 to be an easy year and a good year for my family. And this devastation came or a personal loss came and, 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 and yet there are other people in this same year who've lost people they love and the pandemic happened around them and they still have a deep peace and contentment. And so like what you were saying for yourself, you know that Isaiah 9 really can happen because God can really bring an individual and a family and, and local churches. He can really bring peace that is greater than circumstance, circumstances, peace that the world cannot give. The world's tried all kinds of ways, new forms of governments, you know, wars to end all wars that we've said, you know, we found all kinds of ways to bring peace, read this book, read that book. And in the end, you know, it all doesn't work. It's, you know, it's all temporary or shallow, but the one way we can have peace is true new life and relationship with God of knowing who God truly is and who we are, that we are his beloved children. Mm -hmm. And that he calls us to be sons and daughters and that he has come into this world uh, to do what we could not do for ourselves, right? It says the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this uh, in Isaiah 9, 7, that he's coming to be the everlasting father, the prince of peace, the mighty God, the wonderful counselor, because we can't do that. And no human president or king, uh, no war can achieve that. Uh, God had to come in and, and do that for us. And then gives that into our personal lives when we believe in him and, um, it does really change things, right? And I love looking at this. I need to look at my watch because I'm about to talk about church history and I could go on and on. But if you look at if you look at church history, the first couple hundred years before Christians really get tied up with the Romans, right? Uh, they literally did over start to overturn the world without battles. And the only blood that was shed was their own because they were martyrs. And Christian history has been a very imperfect history 
where when we did get involved with governments too much, which we're struggling with right now in America, when we get when we get involved in the wrong way and we use power in the wrong way, it can go really bad. Yeah. But when we live our lives faithfully and trust in the peace of God internally that God can give us as individuals, as families, as communities, like churches, you know, we can see lots of change without bloodshed, without violence, without the anger, the vitriol that we've been seeing in our in our country. And I think we need to believe in that vision again. And instead of competing and fighting with each other, if we just rest in the contentment that we can have with God, we can be real peacemakers. And I think Jesus said something about peacemakers uh, and he wasn't talking about pistols. Um, Blessed are the peacemakers. What did he say? It's in Matthew 5 in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be children of God. I'm going to mix it all up. I was just like, I was ready to quote it. And then I was like, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to assign the wrong. I know the pure in heart will see God. Uh, I know the hunger, hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled and the grieving shall be comforted. Uh, I, I, I just want to confirm this because I would hate to misquote scripture, right? But uh, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called children of God, sons of God or sons and daughters of God. That to really be in God's family is to be people who are being about bringing and making God's peace. Mm-hmm. And to, if we really want that, we have to receive that first. Like you were saying, you've experienced it for yourself. It's available to everybody from God, free of charge. That's the best Christmas present ever is receive God's peace, that he loves you. He's not at war with you. He's given. He's a giving God. He's, he gave himself for you because that's who he is. And, and he wants to make us part of what he wants to do with us is make us peacemakers in this world, people who, who bring reconciliation and joy and hope and love to others. So we can have peace, we can have that, that peace, that contentment, even in um, these dark times. So God brings light out of the darkness, my friend, that's, that's, that's all I got for today. You have any other thoughts on that scripture? We'll just leave it right there um all right yeah it's great so hopefully people can join us we'll be of course worshiping online on facebook and youtube uh 9 and 11 a.m uh usually <laughs> if everything goes right <laughs> we yeah yeah you know sometimes there's gremlins and text stuff but we also it's also on the radio uh, i don't know if anybody watching or listening to this would tune into that but but you, you go, you set up the radio for our folks around here, which is really cool. And then you uh, also take our little broadcaster on the road over to uh, Pullman every week so that our Bishop Place residents can tune in at 1.30 p.m. Right. and hear the worship service and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, so we're trying everything we can uh, to, uh, to worship together. Uh, and I know it's not the same as being in the sanctuary together, but... Uh, uh, same God, and uh, we can worship from wherever we're at, right? Amen. Yes. So, uh, yeah, join us for worship on Sunday. Uh, catch up with the sermon afterwards if you're, you you can't be available at those times. It'll be on YouTube, on Facebook, also on our website. Um, we put it there for you to have whenever you want it. So, um, yeah, check it out. So, uh, thank you all. Thank you, Pastor Corey. Thank hey, you. one more thing, Tim Sievers. Uh-oh. Yeah. Is this our 249th podcast? Oh, we are really close to the 250. Um, it, it, 
I think our call to care earlier was 248, and I think this is 249. You're right, yeah. I, I, I think we got to do something special and maybe even give away prizes for 250. I don't know if there's anybody listening at this point. Maybe if you're still listening, stay, you know, but we'll, we'll, we'll do a little promoting before the big 250. Yeah. You know, Tim and I have never hit the 250 mark for anything before, probably. <laughs> I've probably done 250 funerals and I've probably preached way more than 250 sermons, but yes, but let, but uh, 250 podcasts is something new for us. So, um, yeah, we got to do something special, maybe some ice creams in order. Or, uh, I can always get behind that. I just saw one of our local places over in Moscow announce some new wintry flavors. So that could be something that be fun. I think we should call some regular listeners or past guests or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, do some things. And we should definitely have some jokes because that's been a that's been a mainstay. Right. Um, yeah. If you have any suggestions and you're actually still listening at this point. Let us know what you'd like us to uh, recollect or what's the right word there to, to put on our 250th podcast. It'll be, it'll just be a fun one. We won't try to combine it with call to care or, or uh, our regular podcast. That'd be too much. We need to just do a fun, a, our 250th podcast. Yeah. Don't think. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. So that'll be something, something to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah. If you've got nothing else to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) expectations are low these days right Tim I guess so (laughs) well I'm not going anywhere might as well listen to those guys podcasts may as well yeah well Uh, we can wrap things up (laughs) well thank you all for listening and watching this has been Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey coming to you from the (laughs) studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse Washington and we hope we'll see you next week for our 250th podcast Uh, Have a blessed week and we'll see you next time.